Robert Belich is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Momo Rodriguez again. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome. We're, uh, we're doing a new episode today. It's been a while since my last one. It's gotten busy. We've got a little break going on for our club, our one and only club, the Houston Dynamo. A well-needed break, not that our boys are off or resting. I saw four of our players in action just the other night, which we will talk about. But yeah, it's been a while since my last uh, my last episode. We're putting them out pretty regularly, every, what, three days or so? So for me to go five days, some of you must be wondering, what has happened to him? Has he perished in some automobile accident? And he's nobody's told us. No, I was, I was on vacation, and it went fucking smashingly. It went absolutely wonderful. And uh, we're gonna talk about it because it was that good. But first, let me uh, just break all the hearts of my eight other Spurs fans. Apparently, Antonio Conte is not going to come to Tottenham. Why are we doing this? I just listened to the fighting cock last night on the drive home from the airport. And it's like universal that now like Flav is from fighting cock. He's, he's phenomenal. He's uh he sounded upset. The boys sounded upset. So yeah, man, the Spurs are really, really, really screwing it up this off season. Just, I say hire Bielsa and be done with it. That guy, he, I think he could do great things. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. So, yeah, Spurs are managing to screw up the uh, everything right now. But I guess that's why they're called Spursy. You know, it. I didn't, like, I wasn't born into being a Tottenham fan or a Dynamo fan. It just, just kind of happened. But why do I always get, like, a t- that's how I, it's like my teams, like being a Spurs fan. I'm a Jets fan, okay? You know how well they do. I'm a Mets fan. We know how well they do. The Knicks... And the New York Rangers. It's like all of my teams are supposed to be good, but they're not. And it's awful. And Tottenham was a choice. I didn't know anything about soccer a couple years ago, five years ago. I started watching it, and Harry Kane did something magical with his head. He headed a ball backwards into the net, and he scored twice, and he won the game for the team. And I was like in love. I had no idea who these people were. But then I started to like watch and look at their history. And I went, oh man, I fucking did it again. I, I fell in love with a team that's supposed to be good, but isn't. And it's, it's horrible. Like to be an Oakland Athletics fan, to be a fan of like a small club or, you know, a little club, an MK Dons, um, RGV. It's a smaller club. So, you know, like, you're never really going to taste greatness. You know, your greatness will be more localized. It's a different type of greatness for what your club is. But, like, this is a club, you know, Tottenham Hotspur, that's expected to be winning major trophies, and they don't. So that's where I am in my Premier League relationship. Now, let's talk about a little rumor, a dirty little rumor, that I think actually would be good for him. Christian Ramirez is being tracked by Scottish side... Aberdeen. Now, Aberdeen's manager managed Atlanta United, and apparently he wanted, uh, he targeted Ramirez last year. Didn't happen. 
now he wants him back. But there's a lot of issues regarding this. One of them being they don't think Ramirez is going to get the right kind of work permit. So he wouldn't he he might even legally not be allowed to go. The other is negotiating the transfer with MLS because somehow the contracts are centralized, which I'm going to guess means that every transfer has to be approved by the league, which to me is ridiculous. I think the entire U.S. soccer setup is a little ridiculous. By the way, since there's no big news and no matches, this is kind of an episode where we go off on a tangent. Now, there's soccer stuff, but there's stories mixed in. So if you haven't been through one of these yet, uh, hang in there. These are good. These are my favorites. Uh, this is when I get to be myself. And I still have gummies left over from Denver. So we're getting you're getting a special version of me today. This is a fun version. But um, yeah, there's a lot going on where Ramirez... It, it's probably not going to go. Now, the centralized contract thing, that's what I was talking about. Being localized, I, I know why you would approve or disapprove trades, right? That's that's obvious. Collusion and under-the-table deals, and you want to make sure that everything's done fairly. But there, there should be like a system of checks and balances. I, I would imagine not a lot of transfers get dis, disallowed. But either way... The way the system is in America is it's pretty bad. The soccer system. No relegation. You buy in. Everybody wins, technically. You split the money. It's just kind of like a racket, if you think about it. It's a bunch of rich dudes that are like, look, if we all do this, we can make money. Got it? We're going to give them something they want to watch. They're gonna, We're going to transfer the money from their wallets to ours, and then we're going to split it. Now, that's collusion. That's collusion right there. So, to take the sport out of the sport with no relegation, there, there's no risk of losing. You can lose and you actually get rewarded with a higher draft pick. Hey, if you lose more, you get a better player for nothing. Costs you nothing. Just got to sign him. That's it. You just say, I want that one. But, I mean, shit, we would have been relegated. Could you imagine us playing in USL? How many of you guys would go watch the Dynamo play in the USL? How many of you? I'd still go up there. It wouldn't be the same. They would. It would crush the club financially. It would. You couldn't. Ma- you cannot maintain. They can't maintain right now. They can't make money right now. They already operate at a loss. Yeah, the Dynamo operate at a loss. I think it's like seven million dollars. It could be up to nine. But yes, they operate at a loss. Most MLS teams do. They they make out with the uh, the franchise fees, uh, the TV deals, and then splitting the money. So it's it's a it's a racket. But yeah. I hope Christian gets to go. I do like him. I think he could play for us. I just don't think he's the type of player that fix fits what Tab Ramos is doing. And if I'm not mistaken, he was here before Tab. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But if Tab got him, why did Tab go after him? And then a year later decide, nah, he doesn't fit. You would have known he didn't fit from the beginning. So it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Anywho. All right, story time. So, man, I just went to Denver, Colorado. I've never been. Never been to Denver 
or Colorado in my life. Had no idea what to expect. So what I did was I looked at the airlines and bought the cheapest ticket I could find. Yeah, I flew out for 60 bucks round trip. That's right. Then I went and I looked at downtown lodging. Hotels were ridiculously expensive. But I saw this one, so I clicked it. And it is a hostel. Yes, H-O-S-T-E-L. Like the movie where they cut people up. If you haven't seen that movie, you're not missing much. People get murdered. It's terrible. It's disgusting. Younger me was like, oh, yeah. Older me's like, nope. I'm not about that life. So I stayed in a hostel with total strangers. And I am not, I am not the most socially inclined person in the world. I'm not. Here I'm like a, a trip because this is my personality. But in person, man, I'm, I'm an introvert. Until I get comfortable or I get a little inebriated, then I'm a bit of an extrovert. Like, yeah. So I was thinking with COVID, the place would be relatively empty, uh, there wouldn't be a lot of people. Oh boy, was I wrong. They just lifted COVID restrictions and everything was back to 100%. I shared a room with eight people. The first night there, I was getting ready for bed at like 11. I was exhausted. And a chick walks in and she's like, hi. And she gets underneath my bunk. She was on the bottom rack. Yeah, they did. They put it with men and women. We stayed in the same room. Nothing weird happened. I'm pretty sure that one, that the dude from Australia had sex with a girl. I'm pretty sure positive somebody had sex in that room because i heard it but it wasn't like in a weird way like it wasn't like a turn on they were not they weren't very good they were what i'm honest they were not they weren't very good so yes i met some very very interesting people now i have done vacations in the past alone it usually doesn't end well it ends with me disappearing for like 24 hours now, this has been years since this has happened. So this was like, all right, we're going to get this right this time. You're getting older. You're going to be an adult. You're going to get it right. You're going to go on a vacation, and you're not going to do some stupid bullshit. And I made it. I did it. I did not do stupid bullshit at all. I was high like every minute of every day. It was absolutely wonderful. So I wake up. First day there, I'm, I'm beat. I've been walking. I walked like seven or eight miles the first day. Just checking things out. My feet were killing me. I wore the wrong shoes the first day. Big mistake. Wear good shoes. So uh, I wake up, go downstairs, start drinking coffee. This old dude, looks like Albert Einstein, walks in. He's like, hey, man, what's up? I was like, hi, nice to meet you. So he starts drinking his coffee. Then this young dude with shaved head and Buddhist necklace walks in. I'm like, all right, this fucking room is getting interesting now. It's like 8.30 in the morning, 9 a.m. So they start talking, and I start listening. Then these, these two other guys come down, and eventually there's a, a room full of complete strangers, and we're all talking and listening. And the old man, he's 72 years old, staying in a hostel with people a third his age. This guy could be my dad. Um, he has some really, really, really interesting views on life. I think they I listened to them talk for, oh my God, an hour on narcissism and Jurassic Park and how... The information from Jurassic Park could allow us to edit out the narcissistic gene, and that would make society very, very better. Much better. Yeah, this really happened. So after this, I looked at them and I said, hey, you guys want a gummy? Because I was already stoned, and I was listening, and I was like, all right, I need these two guys to like 
take a gummy, and then I need to really watch what happens. So we all ate gummies at, I don't know, 10 a.m. And oh my God, did the talks improve. It was it was un- unbelievable. We talked about everything from climate change to difference in uh, environments in the United States. Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore came up because I said the word biosphere and somebody thought I was talking about biodome, which I wasn't. Which is a terrible movie, but it is, in my opinion, the best Pauly Shore movie there is. And all his movies are bad. But they're so bad, they're funny. So, I still like Pauly Shore, but I hate him at the same time. It's a strange relationship. So, yes, I met so many interesting people. I met a lesbian firefighter from Pittsburgh. I met, uh, no, she was an EMT, a firefighter from... New Mexico, who, by the way, was telling me that Breaking Bad was really shot in Albuquerque, and he was telling me how, like, he lives near stuff, and he goes by things all the time, which was really cool. Uh, Just so many people, man. So many people. And it was a communal bathroom. You shared the bathroom. You shared showers. You shared the kitchen. Uh, It was just amazing. And I walked so much, and I read. I read four books. That's right. I know I sound like a moron, but like I, I like reading. I like doing things that require me to use my brain. I guess that's why I do this, that, and you know, the fame and the fortune, which gets coming. Look out, Glenn Davis. I'm coming for the number one spot. Uh, that'd be cool, right? So in Denver, you can walk everywhere and their public transit is, it works. Not like Houston, where you don't want to walk anywhere and the public transit sucks. Because it does. I didn't take a single Uber or Lyft. It was all public transit. And I got to Mile High Stadium to watch the CONCACAF, which if you guys follow me, you know, because I was posting pictures when I was sitting up there next to Jesus, because I was up there. But it was still good. It was actually pretty good seats. So you, uh, public transit takes you everywhere, so you can just walk. I have not walked that much in my life. And I've been to Disney World with kids. Okay, my Apple Watch, I was clocking and burning as many calories just walking around Denver as I do going to the gym for like an hour to an hour and a half each day. So people in Denver are extremely fit. Oh my God, there's beautiful people in Denver. There's so many. Like in Texas, let's be honest, we're a little more round. We're a little chubbier, right? We got barbecue and it's hot as hell with the humidity. We don't want to be outside running around. Now, in Denver, when it's 85 and there's no humidity, dude, to them it was hot. To me, I was like, this feels amazing. Like, they were hot. I was not. Although, the first night there, I sat in the, the sun at Coors Field in a sweatshirt and jeans. and I, that, that got a little warm. And I got sunburned. So, the purpose of this trip was to just really relax and, I don't know, find some peace. Get away from the everyday stuff that I do, which is a lot of work. I work a lot, and I have a lot of bullshit that goes on in my life. And lately, my life's been really great. So the idea was just, you know what? This is going to be like a spiritual, mental cleanse. So in order to do that, there is this substance called THC. I highly recommend it, especially if you go somewhere where it's legal. It definitely changes your perspective. Now, there's two kinds of THC. There's indicas, which is more of like a body euphoria, and you can get stuck, meaning you don't want to do anything. 
It's great if you have trouble sleeping or you're not going anywhere. Think, I want to watch movies and eat candy. If that's what you like, or video games, then an indica strain is for you. Now, there's also the sativa, which is the opposite end of the spectrum. That's more of like a head high. It, uh, I'm not going to say it keeps you awake, but it makes you creative and it allows you to function. That's my jam. That's the one I like. I don't like feeling stuck. I like being able to function. So I highly recommend the sativa. Now, if you're like, I don't know which one to do, guys, there's hybrids. There's their part indica, part sativa. So you can try to find your happy medium. So remember, indicas are tiring. Sativas are not. Hybrids are A-OK. -okay. So every day, as soon as I woke up, I would take a gummy bear. Because like I said, mental and spiritual cleansing. So I take a gummy bear. And then I would start drinking coffee and just hanging out and talking. And then by around, I don't know, I guess noon, I'd get up, go out, find something to eat, walk around, read in the park, just whatever, man. Go buy joints, smoke joints in the alley. Because you can't, you can't smoke in public. It's, it's legal, but you can't consume it in public. And when you're staying at a hostel, we weren't allowed to smoke. If we had been, I'd have been really high all the time because i did get really high and we're gonna we're gonna get to that one um you can't smoke in public so you have to kind of like fucking be a little bit like a derelict and go like hide out there smoke your, your joint and look around yeah so it, it kind of also felt like i had like a little paranoia going on because the first time i was super paranoid but as time went on i would just walk down the sidewalk and smoke a joint so you know to each his own but that's how my day started. And I timed it out like every two hours, take another one. Once I uh, started smoking the joints, it was, it, was, it was better. Now, one morning, we smoked a blunt. Oh, my God. I was insanely high. I was really high. I took a phenomenal nap that day. That was, that was, that was, that was a, a, a big day. I haven't smoked a blunt since college. It's been like 20 years. So... Pardon me for being a little stoned. Now, coincidentally, while I was there, if you're still listening, CONCACAF semifinals are also there. Honduras, Costa Rica, Mexico, USA. And I was like, I am going to have to go to this. I have a responsibility to my fans. I have to go. I have to watch. And, and, I like soccer. So CONCACAF also lines up with the day that I smoked this blunt. So I was really stoned. And my tickets didn't work to get in at first. So I had to go back to the box office and, and I missed 25 minutes of the first half. I missed the whole first half. I got there slightly late. Remember I told you this is the day I smoked a blunt. And I got there a little late and then my tickets didn't work. God, it was a pain in the ass. I was, I was like pretty upset, but there was a dude there who had bought really good tickets and he was having the same problem. And he'd missed the whole first half too. And he had like saved up money and like scheduled his time around this. So he was really mad. I just happened to be in town when this was there. So to me, it was like, oh, 40 bucks to sit up top and watch the game? Sure. So as you know, I got to see some of our players. I got to see Ari Lasseter. I got to see and 
thoroughly miss Albert Felice, who looks really good. Got to see Minor Figueroa, who uh, likes to do the gamesmanship. Minor laid down and asked for a stretcher once. Come on, man. You, you, you're, you're better than that. And I got to see Center Boney play center back for Honduras. Yeah, he did a little gamesmanship too. They all did. It was awful. So the CONCACAF League was it was absolute horrible to watch. They were terrible games. If you watched them, they were not entertaining. The Honduras game was a joke, how the Honduran players performed with their gamesmanship. It was ridiculous. I mean, they should have added 11 minutes of extra time, and they only added five. And to me, that was kind of ironic because Honduras started losing in the 89th minute. Now, going into this, I expected the U.S. and Mexico to win. I did not expect these matches to be this close. This was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. The, the best part of the match... Now, I, I took a... One of the guys at the hostel said he was going to go, so we bought tickets together. So, yeah, I had a date. No. Uh, so we went, like, together. He met me there. He actually got there at the end of the USA game because he's never been to a soccer match. And I said, well, man... Picked a good one to watch because the fans from Mexico are enter-fucking-taining. And were they? They got the match stopped. Yeah, they stopped the match because of the homophobic chants. Now, I know the puto chant. I know that one. But I don't know what else they were saying. Something like boellos or coellos or something. Coelos, which also is a homophobic slur. I know this because I asked somebody who was Hispanic that I met later. Not like at the game, like I didn't go to the nearest Hispanic-looking person and be like, hey, what are y'all saying? No, because I'm not that ignorant, and I'm aware of my white privilege, I guess. But the CONCACAF stuff, man, the Mexican fans were out of control. And like, they would they would stop the game. They just started yelling it back. And here's the thing. They're not saying it to insult people who are homosexual. It's a part of the culture. It's like the Tottenham stuff where they use the word Yid, which is a derogatory term for a Jewish person. But they use that term the same way, I think, that black people use the N-word. They've kind of made it their own. I'm not going to say the N-word because I'm only on episode 41. We just celebrated 40 episodes and uh, 2,100 listens. So, yeah, I'm not going to get canceled just yet when things are going well. Yeah, so they say Yid in Tottenham as their own because the other teams used it as a derogatory term. The other teams would use it as a derogatory term, so they just made it their own. That's what it is. They're not saying it to insult Jewish people any more than when a black person uses the N-word. They're not saying it to insult their race or their religion. They've made it a part of the culture. And that's what's going on is the Mexico team is always going to get called for it because they don't care. It's the culture, and they're not saying it that way. Now, I get why we want to stop saying it, because it does normalize the use of that word for fun in a negative aspect. Because they are saying it to insult the goalkeeper, which in, in turn is insulting people that are homosexual or bisexual, or uh, trans, or queer, or curious. There's another one, or something now, too. Anyway, I can't keep up. I'm a he, him. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's 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 part of the culture, and it's what they do. It's not really meant to be mean, but it kind of still is. And that's where we are. So stop yelling homophobic slurs, please. Anyway, the games were extremely boring. Uh, it was good to see Pelusic. Oh, man, I miss Albert Elise. God, is he good. He, he's, he's, he's even better now, guys. Like, he looks really good. And um, it was fun. I was so happy that Ari scored on his penalty shot. I was really, really happy. It was nice to see him out there. Very, very happy for him. Big, big, big deal. It's a big deal for, to, to represent your country. And they almost beat Mexico. So I uh, got to go to also go to Coors Field for two Rockies games. Such a cool, cool stadium. Everything there is, is just, it's amazing. It's, it's so much fun. And uh, one thing you will find in Denver, along with CONCACAF football, is homeless people. Quite a few. And man, some of them uh, obviously have mental health issues because I could see them talking to nothing. They were talking to nothing. One guy was like shaking every inch of his body and I could not figure out why. And people say, oh man, that's what happens when you legalize pot. That's not from pot. Nobody acts that way. Nobody fucks their life up because they smoked weed. Unless you got a felony. You know, unless you got caught with it. That's 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 different. That's stupid. They need to get rid of all those uh those drug felonies for marijuana. Just get rid of them. Every single one of them. You'd have any more uh how much money you'd pump into the economy if you did that? These people who they could get jobs again. And they could pay more in taxes. Yeah, the economy would be better if you did that. You'd immediately create a, a eligible workforce and you'd fill these jobs that people won't, that can't get hired on because they're felons because they got caught with pot back in the day or they sold a little weed. Get rid of it. That, that might solve some problems. And then you can uh, take that tax money and you can reinvest it into homeless shelters and rehab for the homeless. I know. What do I know? Right? I'm just a foul-mouthed, multi-personality soccer podcaster. So uh, we're going to be back on the 19th. Man, we got 13 more days with no Dynamo. And I don't know if I'm going to have any good stories between now and then. But I will be doing uh, little riff episodes and trying to keep up with, you know, our news. <coughs> like Teenage Hadibi. Apparently that's final. We'll see how long it takes him to get here. But that's exciting. That's exciting. It's very exciting that he's in. Uh, Chicken in FC, his former club, follows me now on Twitter. And everything they type is in English. So I'm guessing he speaks English just fine. That's exciting, though. Left-footed center back next to Tim Parker, a young one. A physically imposing one. I'm excited. I think good things are happening in Houston. I really do. I think we're on the right track. I think, um, obviously, we're going to still need another probably striker up top. Possibly, if we sell Christian. Or we could just roll with what we have. But we definitely do need another signing, maybe a left back. You know, I know Hadibi can play left back. I'm sure Bizama could play left back. But uh, Figueroa can play left back, so there's an option. He can. <clears throat> so it opens up some possibilities. But yeah, we got to get rid of. I think we get rid of Darwin Quintero. I think this uh, this situation with him is going to become untenable, and it's only going to get worse. So I do think that's one that's going to have to go. And his value has plummeted because of this. But either way, it'll free up some wages and 
maybe look down to USL for these guys that are really tearing it up and bring one of them in, another Tyler Pasher. But we got to move on from Quintero, I think. I think now is the time. And I think we start to uh, rely on Memo to be the creative guy in midfield because he can do it. And with him in the midfield and Pasher on the wing, you put him on opposite ends, opposite sides of the field. Think about it. You play Memo on the left up top, left midfielder, creative, Pasher on the right, or Memo in the middle up of a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1. A lot of creativity up there. You definitely help out Maxi and Fafa. And Maxi's finishing hasn't been that bad. It, it could be better, but everybody could be. Guys and girls, that's it. Houston Dynapod Podcast coming to you live back from Texas after four wonderful days in the bright, sunny mountain town of Denver, Colorado. Um, really like doing this episode. This one was fun. Uh, like us, subscribe, rate, support, tell your friends. Appreciate all the listens. Hope you guys are entertained. Hope you're, uh, hope you're doing well on this Sunday morning. You're probably at church and my heathen ass is just sitting here in my shorts talking to myself. Well, guys, I will be back with you in a little bit, a couple days from now. Stay safe, stay orange, and go Dynamo. Albert Police is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Momo Rodriguez again. 